we celebrate the greatest and the worst in Hollywood films and their most self-indulgent, narcissistic actors, directors, and producers. Here, we will laud and malign Hollywood's seedier elements with levity and humor. They love cinema as much as anyone does. They've been talking about it for over 30 years. Time to get trashy. Here's Gregory and May. Hello, everybody. This is Gregory, and welcome back to another episode of The Cinema Rag. I hope you're doing well today. Today, we're going to continue this series of revisiting Oscar of the past and look I mean I can't believe it's been 35 years where we're going to look at the 1988 Academy Awards now the 1988 Academy Awards were hosted on April 11th of that year that seems kind of late we, we I remember recent history the Academy Awards trying to get done by maybe late February early March but I mean April 11th seems pretty late for, for the 1987 calendar year. Either way, Chevy Chase hosted the show, and this was his second year doing it back-to-back, and this is still peak Chevy Chase before he got all curmudgeon and angry. Probably best seen in, in the show Community, which I believe he was kicked off of because he's such a curmudgeon. Either way, we're going to revisit the nominees for Best Picture, Best Director, and then, of course, the talent, and see if the people who won it deserve to have won it. So let's get to it. Let's start with Best Supporting Actress. You have Olympia Dukakis for Moonstruck, Norma Alejandro for Gabby, A True Story, Anne Archer for Fatal Attraction, Anne Ramsey throw Mama from the train and Anne Southern, the whales of August. You have three Anne's, even though one Anne is spelled differently. Now, May and I have a Wednesday series that we did back in April, late March, April, uh, looking at the egregious best picture winners from 1980 to 2010 and then the best actor egregious winners and best actress. So a lot of these might overlap, but in, in this particular category, I think Olympia Dukakis is a fine actress, and I think she does a great job in Moonstruck. Now, to be fair, I talk about in those series, May and I both talk about how it's impossible to have seen all 150 movies, if you look at that 30-year period from 1980 to 2010, all 150 performances done by those actors and actresses, and of course, if we're including movies as well, for Best Picture, Best Director. So, in, in full disclosure, I have seen Anne Archer and Fatal Attraction, Olympia Dukakis and Moonstruck, and I've not seen the other movies, and I've, to be honest, have not even heard of two of them, The Whales of August and Gabby, A True Story. Either way, I would say Anne Archer's fine in Fatal Attraction. I think she's fine as, as Michael Douglas's wife. But I would give this to Dukakis for two reasons. I haven't seen the other three movies. And also, I think Dukakis is as good in this movie. Best Supporting Actor. Woo, this is a loaded year. Denzel, Cry Freedom. This is his first nomination. This is young Denzel. Vincent Gardenia for Moonstruck. Morgan Freeman for Street Smart. Now, again, they're going to they're gonna reunite in the movie Glory upcoming. Albert Brooks for Broadcast News and Sean Connery for The Untouchables. Now, Connery ends up winning this. And if I fail to mention, Olympia Dukakis won it for Best Supporting Actress. So Connery won, won this. Now, I have seen 
four of these. I have not seen Morgan Freeman's Street Smart. Uh, apparently that's a movie with Christopher Reeves. Uh, but I have seen Cry Freedom, and I have seen Moonstruck, and I have seen uh, Broadcast News Untouchables. This was tough. Like I think this is way too young for Denzel to get his first nomination. He doesn't even get he doesn't even get his win for another what, fifteen years. Uh, Vincent Cardini is great in Moonstruck. It's good that he's nominated. But I don't think he should win it. Albert Brooks is great. You know, Albert Brooks is an interesting actor because he is charming in his movies. But he kind of plays the same role in every movie. So I think Connery winning for Touchables, I think he's great in that. He's he's playing typical Sean Connery, but the movie is well made. The, the great Brian De Palma gangster movie with Kevin Costner as the lead as Elliot Ness. And of course, it has De Niro as Al Capone. So I would give it to Connery because, he, I mean, God, he's got some great lines. You know, you, you come to a fight with a knife, you bring a gun. You got to, he's got some great lines. It's a good movie. I would give it to him. But uh, Broadcast News is a great movie. I'm sure it's going to come up in a second again. But Denzel is great in Cry Freedom. That's kind of like my my number two choice. But Connery deserves to win it. Best Actor. Michael Douglas, Wall Street. William Hurt, Broadcast News. Marcelo Mastriani, Dark Eyes. Jack Nicholson, Ironweed. Robin Williams, Good Morning Vietnam. Okay, so I have not seen Dark Eyes. I've seen these other movies. Robin Williams, Good Morning Vietnam should not have gone nominated. Look, he's good in this movie, but this is one of the first movies, if not the first one, where he's showing that more of the dramatic role that you'll see, of course, later on in Dead Poets Society, Good Will Hunting, and other movies, Awakenings, and so forth. So I don't even think he should have been nominated. Nicholson and Ironwood is great. I think this is a good movie. I think Streep is better than Nicholson in this movie, but it's a it's a good movie. Uh, it's one of those that's just nominate uh, Nicholson to nominate Nicholson. Uh, Dark Eyes I've not seen, so I can't comment. So really, for me, it's Douglas versus Hurt. William Hurt's one of those actors that doesn't, I don't think, get enough in retrospect, get enough uh, laud. But he, man, I mean, talk about from like late 70s, early 90s. He had an amazing run of movies. An amazing run. I mean, you think of Body Heat with Kathleen Turner in 1981. He's just amazing in that movie, Children of a Lesser God. May and I talked about that with Marley Matlin winning for that. Big Chill, Accidental Tourist, One True Thing. And then later on, he's in smaller roles, History of Violence, which is great, and The Village, and Good Shepherd, and just a great actor. Just a great actor. And it's sad because he... He died uh, last year. He had prostate cancer that had metastasized to his bone. So kind of sad because he was only 72. It's not like he was that old. Douglas is great in this movie. I, look, Wall Street's a good movie. I, I would give it to him. I would give it to him because I think William Hurt in Broadcast News is great. I think the movie Broadcast News is amazing. I think his performance is good, but I would say that Douglas is better. And, and this... If anything, when you think about Douglas, this is going to be his defining role. He was an amazing producer in the 70s, for example. He produced One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. And, of course, he's an iconic actor. Let's I take a break. i let you know about some of the other feeds here at the Eclectico Gregorio. The oldest one we have is The Awakened Man, which mostly deals with holistic health, medical cover-ups, ways to biohack your life, to ensure longer longevity, medical conspiracies and naturopathic stuff we also have and that there's probably about 400 500 episodes over there we started that one back in 2017 2016 i believe 
We also have the female holistic health apothecary, which originally started as an essential oils feed. And there's about a hundred episodes on essential oils, particular essential oils like rose and lavender and sandalwood and so forth. And then later I morphed it into more topics that are regarded for female health, female specific. We've had that feed also since 2016. And then lastly, we have Confessions of an Obese Child, which deals with my childhood obesity and trauma that came from it. So it's a great feed for those who dealt with childhood trauma that led you to have addictions to alcohol or food. And I interviewed several people and what it was like to grow up overweight and all the difficulties of losing the weight and then keeping it off and trying to metamorphosize into a regular weighted person. So check out those feeds at the Eclectical Gregory on Apple or Spotify. And I think when he dies, this is going to be the first movie that shows up on the Oscar clip when they do the In Memoriam. I really think this is his most iconic role. Now, do I think this is his best role? I'm not so sure. Like, I've had this discussion with May and with other friends. Douglas is essentially the same in all his peak movies of the late 80s, 90s. You think about... Maybe we'll have a standalone episode on Douglas. You think about this movie, you think about Fatal Attraction, you think about Basic Instinct, you think about uh, Disclosure, you think about uh, A Perfect Murder, like, you think about the movie does with Sean Penn, the, um, the movie about the, the game. You, you think about these movies, it's all kind of, he plays the, the kind of, the, I would say the straight man because it's not a comedy, but it's kind of the same in all these movies. But he is great in this movie and I would give it to him. I would give it to him with some qualifications. Let's look at screenplays. Best screenplay written directly for a screen, so this is not adapted. Moonstruck by John Patrick Shanley, great screenwriter. Au revoir les enfants by Louis Mali, he's a great director. Broadcast News, James L. Brooks, Hope and Glory, John Borman, Radio Days, Woody Allen. This actually has a lot of very, very well-known people. And I talked about in uh, the episode I did with me, I think it was Best Actress over, over Egregious Best Actress winners. How, like, if you look at the winners or the nominees of the 80s movies for Best Actor, Best Actress, Best Movie, Best Screenplays, it's just stacked with so much talent. And then you juxtapose that with, like, the 2010s and even nowadays, how it's just so much weaker. But all these movies are great. I've seen all these movies, and um, I'm just not a big fan of Moonstruck. I think Shanley's a great writer. I'm just not a big fan of Moonstruck. And I do malign James L. Brooks when we talk about As Good As It Gets, but I think Broadcast News is a great screenplay. I'd probably give it to him for that. Best screenplay based on material from another medium. You have Last Emperor, which we'll talk about in a second. That's uh, Bertolucci. The Dead. Don't know that one. Fatal Attraction. Full Metal Jacket by Kubrick. My Life as a Dog by Lasse Ostrom. I have not seen my life as a drug. I cannot comment on that. And I don't think I've seen The Dead. So, Last Emperor, Fatal Attraction, Full Metal Jacket. Oh, man. I have a soft spot for Full Met, uh, for Fatal Attraction. I think it's amazing. It's, a, it's an amazing movie. I probably wouldn't give it to that. Full Metal Jacket. You, you think about Kubrick, how little Kubrick actually won in his lifetime. But 
I'd probably give it to full, for a full metal jacket when you think about it. I probably would give it to that. Sorry about that, Ding. And then The Last Epper, which we'll talk about in a second, I think is a fine movie, but I don't think it's necessarily it should win for Best Screenplay. In this case, if I fail to mention, Moonstruck won for Best Screenplay directly for a screen, and in this case, Last Emperor won for Best Screenplay Adapted. All right, let's get to Best Director. Best director, we have Lasse Hallstrom, My Life as a Dog, Norman Jewison for Moonstruck, John Borman for Hope and Glory, Adrian Lyne for Fatal Attraction, and Bernardo Bertolucci for The Last Emperor. Now, I have not seen My Life as a Dog. So, John Borman, you know, I think of John Borman, for me, he's always going to be Excalibur. I don't know. I mean, that movie I grew up watching so much, and that Excalibur is a weird movie. It is Ana Lathrak Uspas Pesu. I mean, it's just a weird movie. But he's a great director, uh, British, and I don't think there's any of these dudes are American. I think they're all non-American actors. They're non-American directors. But uh, yeah, yeah, Lasse Hallström is Swedish. Um, Fatal Attraction is a great movie. I probably wouldn't give it for Best Direction. I think Bertolucci should have won this for Last Emperor because The Last Emperor is a great movie. Best Picture. Moonstruck. Hope and Glory. Fatal Attraction. Broadcast News. Last Emperor. Great movies. All of them. Really good movies. If you haven't seen Hope and Glory, Hope and Glory is a movie about growing up during World War II. I think the rest of you guys are pretty familiar with the other movies. Uh, to me, I'm a softie for the classic Best Picture winner. And The Last Emperor is the classic Best Picture winner. If you've not seen this movie, it is a movie about The Last Emperor of China. It's a story about Puyi. And this is uh, takes place in the early part of the 20th century. And it, it's just an amazing movie. It is just a really good movie. And it kind of talks, and it really demonstrates well, I think, how uh, <clears throat> the West, you know, China always kind of had this this view of everybody who was not Chinese as being inferior. That's why they built the wall to keep other people uh, out. And uh, by the time of the 19th century, of course, with colonization, it, the West kind of outpaced China, and then we wanted parts of China, so we... Uh, the British mostly, not us, not Americans, doped them up with OPM and started, we started carving out spheres of influence, the French, the Russians, and, and so forth. And so this movie kind of details really well the, the kind of corruption that happened to China by the West. Uh, but it also just details beautifully just what it was like in the, in the Chinese court and then post, post his deposition as emperor, what his life was like. So I think... Overall, this is an excellent choice. I love broadcast news. I think that's Brooks's probably best best work overall in his life. I would say, uh, but I don't think it's best best picture worthy. Federal Attraction, I think, is great, but I don't think it's best picture worthy. Hope and Glory is really good. I would probably give that as number two. I'm just not a big fan of Moonstruck, and I talked about that in overrated act, best actress winners because I talked about how share um, one. For uh, I'm sorry, I, I talked about how yeah, I'll share one for that, and I was just like, yeah, yeah. she's essentially the J Lo of her day. So in review, Last Emperor won for Best Director and Best Picture. Douglas won for Wall Street. I'll go with that. Share one for Moonstruck. I would not go for that. And actually, I think I'm sorry, that was the one we did skip. So share one for Moonstruck. Glenn Close, Fatal Attraction. Holly Hunter, Broadcast News. Sarah Kirkland for Anna and Anna Meryl Streep for Ironweed. 
Um, I still think this is good Meryl Streep. I wouldn't have given it to her. I think the nominee is great enough. Holly Hunt's great in broadcast news, but this is young Holly Hunter. I would not get into Holly Hunter. As I mentioned, the egregious Best Actress winners, I would have given this to Glenn Close. I think she's amazing, a fatal attraction. So, review. Cher wins for Moonstruck. Douglas wins for Wall Street. Last Emperor wins for Director and Best Picture. Connery wins for Untouchables. Dukakis wins for Moonstruck. Moonstruck wins Best Adapted Screenplay, or Best Original Screenplay. And Last Emperor wins for Best Adapted Screenplay. And I think overall, these these are pretty good wins. I would say overall. I just don't agree with Cher uh, for Moonstruck. Guys, please rate and review The Cinema. It really helps us quite a bit. And there's two links in the episode notes. One's for a PayPal link if you want to make a donation. The other one is a link to go to the website where you can catch all the Eclectico Gregorio feeds, including this one. But it's easier to catch them all on Apple and or Spotify. Until next time, take care. God bless. And play. Thanks for listening to The Cinema Rag. Please post an honest review on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcast. Check out the episode notes to visit our website and to make a donation. Lastly, follow The Rag today. Until next time.